2: And welcome to Toy Power, the podcast where we talk toys and everything pop culture. My name is Frank, and thank you for joining us for today for what is episode number two seventy one. Joining me in the house of Scott is Scott. Hello there. And next to him is our good friend Ben. G'day, g'day. All righty. Now, quite recently, we uh, we officially ordained our good friend Scott as uh, as the official producer of our show he does a lot of the running around behind the scenes and lining up guests and giving
0: us stuff to talk about was it really necessary to baptize me in a pool though
3: wow well,
2: you
0: know
3: <laughs> that's that's
2: how we do things okay
3: <laughs> we we weren't going to waste that much beer so
0: it had to be a pool <laughs> I mean, I had to be nude and everything. Surely that wasn't necessary. That was just for kicks. (laughs) That was just for fun. Um, So we sort of
2: thought about it and went, well, we've known Scott uh, for quite a while and we've got to know him quite a bit. Whereas uh, because he's not on the mic every week, uh, our friends out there, our listeners, may not know who Scott is. So we thought we'd start today with a bit of a, this is your life, Mr. Scott, um, after that, we're going to have a quick bit of a, a drop in from Trent. He's not here today, still recovering from Brixpo. He stepped on a really sharp piece of Lego, and we all know how much that sucks. <laughs> so he is uh, off tonight, but he's going to give us a little bit of a wrap up from his Brixpo escapades from the previous week. Um, and then we might just round out with a bit of a TV wrap up. There's been a lot of good TV in the last sort of month or so, a lot of things have sort of come to an end in the last few weeks Stranger Things, The Boys. And Obi Wan, and we'll sort of do a quick round table with all of
0: that. But first, Mister Scott. Now, before we start this, Ooh. guys, I obviously I threw this idea out there in a great haste, and you you jumped on and said, "Yeah, it's a wonderful idea. Let's do that." Yeah. And then I realised about twenty four hours later that the entire episode was going to be focused on me. Yes, yeah. <laughs> that's how I this changed, works. I changed my mind. I didn't want to do that. Us introverts <laughs> don't like having the spotlight on us. <laughs>
2: Cool. Was that was that all part of your plan to to do this? No.
0: No, I've been actually uh, lamenting this the, the whole week long. <laughs> have, have another scotch. Yeah. Have another scotch. Yeah, let's do that. Yeah, let's do you'll that. keep talking.
2: All right. So let's start with a couple of softballs the same way we do any guest here on Toy Power. We're going to start with As a 10-Year-Old. All right?
0: So, Yesterday.
2: Yes. Exactly. <laughs> As a 10-Year-Old, 10-Year-Old Scott, what is your favorite movie?
0: Well, that one's an easy one if you... Go back to my first appearance on Toy Pair, episode 138. I was going to say, what episode? So, this is like
3: 150 episodes, or you're just uh, shy of that, uh, ago that you mm. first appeared. So, mm. this is quite fitting to have a, uh, this is your
0: life. This is his 150th, is it? My age? <laughs> or IQ? <laughs> Ooh, I'll leave that one there. I'll let you decide. No, there's so many hairs left in my head. <laughs> Can well, either of you guys remember my answer from that episode?
3: Was what? it Back to the Future? No. No?
0: No. Look behind you, Ben. Uh, uh,
3: Flash? Flash Gordon,
0: Gordon. 1980s Flash Gordon. Yep. Yeah, nice. it, was, it was. But guys, I'm going to go a little bit to the side of that. That's definitely my favorite yep. movie. But 10-year-old me had a favorite television program. And in a recent release of my memory block, I recalled with great passion and joy and excitement that Astro Boy, yes. the 1980s yep. the Astro Atom. Boy. Yep. It was such an amazingly important part of my life. It was an absolute Monday to Friday, cannot miss it, episode of television. ABC, after school, 4 o'clock. I did not miss it. I would come inside from playing, watch this, go back outside. Beautiful. I probably saw every episode half a dozen times
3: uh, i'm a huge i used to be a huge astro boy fan to the extent that when we went out um, to get gumboots i insisted i needed red gumboots just <laughs> oh, like astro boy wonderful. and i'd uh yeah Perfect. quite quite you know running around the house calling myself astro Boy. Le- legendary cartoon disappointed that new uh you know uh, well, going back 20 years now but their the movie didn't quite live mm, up to the sure. uh yep. you know the the amazement of the uh, TV series and things. They tried to do their own little thing and it didn't quite, you know, land. But, uh, yeah, Astro Boy needs a comeback in a, in a big way. So, so. iconic, so yeah. wonderful. Yeah. Yeah. Just yes. a funny little
2: crossover of worlds. Did you know Joe Brum, the creator of Bluey, is a huge Astro Boy nice. fan? Nice, there you go. Wow. There you go. we in good Excellent,
0: there we go, yeah. <laughs> right, uh, what was your favourite action figure as a 10-year-old? Back then, at 10 years of age, I had a big collection of Kenner Star Wars figures, and the one figure that really sticks out in my head as being uh, played with a whole lot is the Snow Trooper nice. yep. from that range. Yep. Yeah, um, Empire Strikes Back. I don't think he's on the shelf there. I think he's sort of wrapped up because he doesn't have his weapon or his cape with him anymore, mm. but uh, I still do have that figure. Nice. From uh, from when I was ten years Beautiful. old. Beautiful, yep. fantastic. Yep. That's a
2: mad respect, Ben. Yeah. All right, and starting to get into some of the more <clears throat> more I don't know, if serious is the right word, but introspective. As a ten-year-old, Scott, what did you want to be when you grew up?
0: A toy power podcaster.
4: Oh,
2: <laughs> before before we even. Sorry podcasting. to disappoint you. You're just a producer. <laughs>
0: uh, um. Look, yeah, that's. Uh, I struggled with this one. I honestly can't remember anything that stuck in my head. As an aspiration to be when I was ten years old, mm. um, look, if anything, it was probably
2: it's hard when it was fifty years ago, like oh.
0: <laughs> <laughs> Alexa, do triple zero. Frank needs an ambulance.
4: <laughs> wow, how rude.
0: <laughs> You know I put the content up for you, right? I could exclude you from
2: that, so. <laughs> I'm just making you feel comfortable. You're nervous. so I thought I'd, you know, give you a... No, the Scotch is the helping. The Scotch is helping, yeah, yeah of course. Is. I might be sweating <laughs> in
0: my armpits with that <laughs> <laughs> Um Look, no, aspirations-wise, nothing really sticks in my head. Um, but I, I looked up to my father. He was, um, you know, salt of the earth, hard-working guy. He was a park ranger. Nice, oh, yes. Cool. Um, so he would look after the, the national parks around... Adelaide here. Uh, he did a lot of rural work when I was a yep. child. Mm-hmm. Uh, look, he was a, a hardworking guy who went mm-hmm. to work, and I kind of thought that was a terrific job. So, mm-hmm. very get... difficult to get into these days, yes. uh, unfortunately. Yeah, yep. yeah yep. very, very um, highly sought after position. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm.
2: Get to cruise around outside all day. Sounds hmm. amazing. Yep.
3: yep. All right, now we get to the crux of this is your life question. So, uh, Scott, where
0: were, when and where were you born? Uh, I was born here in South Australia in a small rural town of Kingscote.
3: Okay. Oh, yeah.
0: Kingscote yep. is yep. on Kangaroo Island. Yeah, it's right. not mainland yep. Australia yeah. in any way i way. I'm,
3: I'm genuinely surprised how many people I know who came from Kangaroo Island yeah. like, and now live here in Adelaide. Like, oh, wow. I know at least three or four people uh, who came from KI, and it just blows me away that it's, a tiny it's island, such a tiny right? little yeah. island, so uh, separated, so... like. You know, a lot of uh, farm area and you know acres mm. of nothing in between. It's and like a huge yeah, yeah. national park, yeah. untouched, pristine, 100%. very,
0: very little in the way of feral animals and introduced introduced species and the whatnot over there. Yeah, mm. yeah. Yep. So, uh, how did this happen? Well, as I said in in the previous question, my dad was a park ranger and he did a lot of rural work. Um, back when I was born, before the calendar was invented, <laughs> uh, he was stationed on Kangaroo Island. And that's where I was uh, conceived and born. My sister was also conceived and born. So they were over there for about three years mm-hmm. uh, as he's posting. And then he came back to uh, mainland South Australia. Cool. Nice. Cool. You get back there much? Or? I've been back once. Nice. Yeah. You've been to Kangaroo Island once. You've yep. seen it all. Well, <laughs> yeah, yeah. I
3: won't. Although yeah. after
0: the recent bushfires over there, yeah. I think it would be wonderful to go back and see that, uh, that rejuvenation, yep. that regrowth yes. they're going through yep. at the moment. Yeah, yep. exactly.
2: So, as part of that, then, do you have any fond memories from your early childhood? Not necessarily ki, but anything in that first sort of, you know, five, six years of of life.
0: Yep. Uh, another one of my dad's postings. Again, a very rural location. Uh, we had no neighbours, so it was mum, dad, me, and my sister, and my toys. Uh, television was non-existent. It's mm. not the fact that there was only like two or three channels to watch. <laughs> we simply did not have an aerial attached to the house. So whatever was recorded on VHS or beta as we had at the time, that was our television content for about six months before we got an aerial to the home. So my toys were my whole world Mm. and I had to use my imagination and people of my age use their imagination. (laughs) You had to think and conceive and come up with your own worlds and scenarios for your action figures, for your toys, your Hot, yeah. your Hot Wheels, and your Matchbox. Yeah, hundred percent. I've got yeah. fond memories of running up and down the porch with my Hot Wheels and my Matchbox in my hands, having races. Nice. And that was perfectly normal to me. Yeah, yeah. That yeah. was the
3: whole world. Yeah, that's awesome. Wait, wait, well, before video games and things yep. and, uh, hit Yeah, 100%. the market. IPads yeah. And, yeah. yeah, definitely. So, uh, how, in saying all that, how did you spend your summer holidays? Did you go into the big
0: smoke, or did you uh, stay rural? We we actually stayed rural, yes. Uh, My fondest memory of summer holidays was my parents picked us up uh, a December afternoon after school. They just rocked up in the car, and the car was loaded up with bedding and suitcases and the likes. And it's Mm. like, where are we off to? What's going on? We were on holiday. Nice. They'd taken us out of school a week early, and we were off to Moonta. Nice. Oh, okay. yeah, yes. yep, yes. yep, yep. um, And back in the 80s, guys, you cannot imagine how untapped that area of South Australia was. Yeah. Mm. Yep. No big developments, no major highways, a general store, a pub and houses. Well, that's several pubs, was. but yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Correct, <laughs> that's right, yep. that's right. Yep. Uh, and, and Port Hughes is sort of that holiday uh, hamlet to the side yep. of, of Moonta. So mm. it is, at that point in time, it was just beach shacks. But Port, Port yeah. Hughes
3: had a boat ramp so there, yes. it, it got its own name yeah, so that was uh, it. yeah. yeah. <laughs> and uh, yeah, mum used mum and dad used to have a uh, place at uh, Moonta for about over 10 years so that's where our you know summer holidays were so I know Moonta quite well Mm -hmm. I used to trek uh, ride my bike from um, Moonta to Port Hughes along the uh, banks of the um you know like uh, sand banks and things and it was so cool because it was really rural so you know all these um, natural jumps and things you know and then they you know made this proper bike path and it was so you know vanilla (laughs) yeah I was I was devo man it was so like oh this is so boring Uh, so I've I've Definitely seen that progress of it becoming just a regular beachside town to a more hey, this is a family holiday destination, mm. and because of that, it you know downplays some of the fun and excitement that you have. Yeah, yeah and full on,
0: we had to make our own adventure. Yeah. yeah, but of course you're at a beachside town, so your fishing rod is in hand. You've yeah. got your bucket. Go and have a fish on the jetty if you want of, to. A bit of jetty jumping and things like that. Whatever you please. Yeah. Or, hey, mum, dad, see you later. I'm going for a walk. And yeah. you go off to the beach for yep. four or five hours. Yep. Just walking around doing whatever you do. Yeah. Jump on your bike, go for a ride. Not a care in the world. Yeah. Oh, the, yeah, sun, was... the sun you know, comes out of the sky. It's time to go home. It's night time. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Dinner time. <laughs> Full on. Wild animal status. <laughs>
2: <laughs> so, skipping forward a few years. High school. When and where did you go to high school, and what was that uh, interesting experience like for you?
0: So I've given you guys grief about your high schools and where <laughs> you went to. And I was waiting for this. I'm probably about to grab some uh, some grief myself. So uh, collectively, gentlemen, we all went to Eastern Suburbs schools. Uh, well, mine's probably a little north of East. I went to Charles Campbell Secondary. Right. Right. So or at yeah, the yeah. time, it was called uh, Thorndon High School.
3: Yep. Mm. Hmm. Yeah.
0: Um, yeah, I did that uh, in the 80s and the 90s <laughs> when you guys are still in diapers. For man. Full oh, There you go. That's, that's okay. where it's at.
3: Mm. All right. So, uh, favourite subject, were you a good student and your best memory of
0: uh, said school? All right. Let me just take a swig of scotch here before <laughs> yeah. we start on this. High school uh, tends to bring out the trauma in the best of us. Right. I So, I covered all the aspects of schooling as a student I began as a very vanilla C grade student, Mm -hmm. came into year eight, no idea what I was doing, finding my way in the world. And then about year 10, I got put into a class with one of my best mates, and we became competitive, academically competitive. (laughs) Oh, wow. And we drove each other relentlessly. We would tease each other as soon as we had... Done a quiz or an assignment, and that was handed back to us. First thing you'd do is you'd turn around to your mate, and you'd be like, "What did you get? What did you get?" <laughs> yeah. And it nice. really did drive uh, that, as I said, that competitive edge where mm. we actually studied. Oh my god, a high school student who studied. <laughs> we did homework, um, and I am somewhat confused as to whether I am proud or ashamed to say <laughs> that I received an award for academic excellence. (laughs) Look at you. More than once (laughs) in high school. Did your mate receive an award as well? He also received... So it was a draw after all that. That's the beauty of it, not it? We drove (laughs) each other to become better. Yeah, that's cool. But obviously, once you hit the peak, it's not consistent. Once you've hit that high, you've got to come back down. (laughs) (laughs) And let's just say, when we got to year 12... The buds had uh, blossomed. (laughs) Scott had become the man. And academics wasn't all that interesting anymore. Yeah. There were two other things getting around the school that were a little bit more interesting to get your hands on. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> and giggity. <laughs> um. And look, I'm going to be honest with you. I wasn't all that bad looking back then, so I did draw the attention of the girls with mm-hmm. your uh, sort of slick flowing hair. That's right. And things. I was yeah. still bald back then yeah. as well. So. Yeah. Uh, 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 let's just say, yeah, year year twelve was a total and complete write off. Yeah, right. I miserably failed every subject. Oh, for long good uh, Like almost straight D's and U's across the board. Mm. I just didn't care. Yeah yeah, right. yeah, yeah. I went to school to. Have fun. Yep. That yeah, that was it. I actually ended up repeating and doing year thirteen. Okay, uh, I put a little bit more effort into that, and I actually aced one of my subjects there. Uh, but I I took that a lot more seriously because I didn't have the influence of yeah. my friends and my mates yeah. from that year. You know, you know, let's wag school, let's go drinking, let's go into the city, sort of thing. Yep. Yep. Yeah,
2: yeah, yeah, right, yep. right. for long. All right. So, with with that in mind, and the uh, the extra year you had when you hit the workforce, what was that like? What was your first sort of job? Did you go Did you go straight to a job? Did you end up at uni? How, what was that? Time university you
0: was not for me. Although mm. I was encouraged to to go to university, but I hadn't chosen the right sort of subjects to put myself into a field of even remote interest. So I I easily pushed that aside mm. and decided I'm going to go to work. And can either of you guys remember what my first job out of school yes. was? Yeah, uh, John Martin's. Yeah, yeah, bingo, bingo. That's yeah. right. So I finished up school, and at that point, in there we sort of finished late October, early November, and I already had my application into John Martin's to work uh, for their the the Christmas casual nice. intake that they had. Uh, I was selected to go and work at their Woodville warehouses where they store their decorations, the Magic Cave pageant floats and the whatnot, mm-hmm. what they were doing was preparing a whole bunch of new decorations and trees to be dispersed throughout the store. So we spent a week down there unpacking everything, setting it all up, fluffing the trees, they would call it. where you, you <laughs> put- <laughs> So you're a fluffer. Okay. Yeah, yeah. I'm a fluffer. <laughs> there was half a dozen of us selected to do that. Mm. And we bonded and became a, a tight-knit group of, uh, of guys and girls. And then obviously our work, at the store itself, began. Uh, and I was one of the people who was actually selected to go and work in the Christmas store. So this is where we sold the Christmas trees, the decorations, lights, and all that sort of stuff. This was up on the second level of the store, right next to the Magic Cave. Mm. So you could see and hear all the noise and excitement, the kids running through. Nice. It's, it's highly contagious. Like, yeah. it, it, just, I definitely, it gets I can you pumped imagine. up and yeah. you hand up all day yeah. long. Yeah. Um, and the be- it- because the better job you
3: do, the more excited the kids or yeah. the, the your um, you know, the public would be. Yeah, yeah.
0: that's right. Uh, I did some shifts in the Magic Cave. Oh, I, nice. I got wow. to dress up in costume and I got to operate some of the machinery and the uh-huh. toys. Uh, I have vivid memories of being assigned to rock one of the horses, Nipper or Nimble. Yeah, I yeah. don't remember which one it is, but basically you lift the kid up onto the onto this huge rocking horse. Yeah. and you just rock them back and forth for for sixty How seconds, good and is then. That? Wow. So what a, what a wicked memory. Yeah. So
2: before that time, would you? Some people sort of go very negative on Christmas, you know, bar humbug stuff. Are you a Christmas person, or did that make you a Christmas person?
0: I've always loved Christmas. Yeah. I still love okay, nice. Christmas. Mm. Yeah, Joe and I are big Christmas. Decorate the house. Always have done. It's just it's such a wonderful time of year. Yep. and I understand for some people it's not a great time of year, but. It is a magic time yeah. of year. Yeah, nice. It's, it's great. It's awesome. Cool. Of course, up on level two is the fabled John Martin's toy department. Mm-hmm. And it was right across from the Magic Cave and the Christmas trees at the Christmas decorations. And, of course, you could just peer into it, yeah. look at it. Yeah. yeah. Uh, and I, I got to work in there as well. Wonderful. Honestly, (laughs) (laughs) it's just, it's goosebumps material. It really is. You took it for granted back in the day. It's like, okay, this is a job. This is pretty cool. I get to look at toys, power of the force and all that Mm. sort of stuff on the walls. But as an adult, looking back, you really appreciate that opportunity and that part of history. That's part of me. And that is something that Darren and I bonded over. We had a lot of good conversations about that. And he was sort of really pumped to find out that I'd worked there and... It yeah, it's, it's sorry. Bit, bit <laughs> wonderful for me there, guys. Yeah, yeah. yeah. No, bit emotional, sorry.
2: No, that's that's
3: amazing, mate. Um so what what did you then or did you have no, another no, you go, you go. Yep. Uh, What did you study or specialise in? So if you didn't go to uni and things, what did you do straight after school, after uh, Johnny's Well yeah, sort of at some stuff?
0: point Johnny's had to close down. Yep. So it was time to find a meaningful line of employment and I chose uh, computer studies, computer engineering. And I went through the course, and I graduated, and I went out into the workforce, and then discovered I had to work with customers. (laughs) (laughs) And I will tell you straight up, and Frank will understand this, there is no greater dissatisfied, disgruntled, angry individual than the person who cannot use their computer. (laughs) And there is no amount of time, no amount of promises that you can put across to them that will make them happy. Yeah, speaking my language. <laughs> as a, as a nineteen, twenty-year-old, yep. you are not interested in that. That is a level of grief you just don't want to know about. Yep. And that probably lasted all of six months before it was a case of, you know what, get stuffed. I don't need to deal with yep. this. Yep. Yep.
2: I don't love it that much. Absolutely.
0: Yeah. Yeah. So that that was my uh, first level of tertiary education that I did, and be about twenty years before I went back to study again. Yep. And that's for my current field of work, which is our security technician.
2: Nice. Full on. So, I mean, going from, you know, you're talking this sort of computer stuff into security, was that just a bit of a natural progression or was that something that you sort of found on the side through the IT stuff?
0: Or? Let me take you on a long and winding Please. and story. Please, <laughs> that's what this is story. all about. Like... <laughs> All right, so let's start. Uh, let's do the whole career, uh, the whole career yeah. path, shall we? So we did Johnny's. Johnny's closed. I moved on to Games Workshop. Yep. Oh wow! Yep. the miniatures. Yep. Yep. Yeah, yep. I worked there for a while. Um, you get really bored of young smelly kids, <laughs> so I moved on. What, that as I well.
3: mean, I, the, whenever I went in there, because I was doing a bit of custom painting back then and things. Mm. It's like, do you guys sell anything, or are you just come in? Yeah, people just play, come in and Warhammer. play. Yeah. yeah, it just yep. that's it. It was just a, a shop front for. You know For playing play, things playing yeah. table games Money yeah. laundering yeah. Yeah. yeah Anyway Anyway <laughs> Continue oh, look, on. It was great stuff yeah. Like you yeah. come
0: to work You play games You pay models Yeah, yeah. So, you know, It's yeah. not a career is it No, no, <laughs> no Totally a career no. uh, From that Kicked around a little bit of retail Here and there Not finding anything interesting It's just You know Steady paycheck sort of thing Did the computering mm. Computering Yeah There's a That's trend Close isn't. enough <laughs> There's a trend <laughs> <laughs>
2: Any stuff ups now are all Trent's fault. Because he's not here. Can't defend himself.
0: <laughs> did that for a bit. Um, look, I ended up working for a, a, a retailer called Stratfield. Yes. Yep. Is that, that the
3: building? Pl- like uh, the No, they were a retailer. Hardware?
0: They did mobile phones, oh, car okay. stereos, right, electronics right. and stuff like that. And I worked my way up there. I was actually really good at that. That was a sales job that I was real good out. I owned some yep. uh, some good coin doing that. Uh, pretty driven, pretty motivated, moved up the chain pretty quickly. Mm. Uh, but, you know, it's customers and you burn out, especially at oh, a yeah. management level. Oh yeah. yeah. <laughs> uh, and again it's like, you know, I don't need this job. I'm moving on. Yeah. And I pretty much moved right across the road to JB Hi Fi. Nice. You know, yeah. Okay. Um did that for about twelve months because, you know, again, the novelty of a new job wears off. You, t-
2: you want to talk customers, <laughs> like, woof,
0: JB JB gets all types in there. <laughs> it does, it does. And at this point in time, after leaving multiple jobs because of customers, the message actually sunk in. <laughs> I don't like customers.
4: <laughs> so
0: it was time for an entirely new venture. This is back when you could go to JB Hi-Fi about a sound system and television, and it was... Elaborate and complicated, and had mm. fifteen different cables and connections on it, and the average person had no idea what the hell to do. Yep, I did know what to do, so I found myself with an opportunity to buy a van and some tools, and I could go to people's homes, and I could set the television up. Nice. I could mount it on the wall for yep. them. Yep. Set up the sound system calibrations, but most importantly, and what really got it for people is that I could stop teach them how to use everything. That's the skill. Do a very simple setup and a basic demonstration, but also note it for them as well on an easy-to-use card. So, oh, I can't remember what to do. They could pick the card up and, oh, that's the button that I press. Nice. Yep. Nice. Yep. yep. And what it did is you got that customer interaction, but it generally only happened once because if you did your job properly, you didn't get called. Yeah, never hear yep. from them again. Correct. Yep. That's right. So mm-hmm. that's actually when I began working for myself. I was self-employed for the first time. That's probably a bit of a scary prospect to yeah, yeah, just walk yeah. out and. But I was good at it. Yep. I soon discovered that I had a, a knack for working with my hands. Mm-hmm. My grandfather, both my grandfathers, worked with their hands. They were tradies, hammers. Screwdrivers. Yep. They built everything from scratch. Hell, one of my grandfathers built his own house. Oh, Whoa. full on. That's a
3: uh, yeah. Yeah.
0: So obviously that uh, has hand, been handed down to me because I found it just super natural and super easy to take a basic concept and I could Make adapt it. it to any other scenario. Make the thing. Yeah. Yeah. Yep. That's cool. So that was that was awesome. <clears throat> that got me on my way, and I did that for about six years, and then. I moved to another company. I become an employee again. That lasted about three months. <laughs> I really worked customers, out customers, customers again, customers. Duh, and working for someone.
2: Yeah, yeah right. After yeah. you've well, been your own boss for such
0: a long time, dude. Yeah. I really worked out that I am not an employee anymore. <laughs> <laughs> not yeah. a people person. Damn it! <laughs> I want to work for my own on my own agenda. I want to yeah. work when I want to work. Yeah. Yeah. set my own rules. Yep. Yeah. So yeah, I left that uh, that other job. Real quick, and I found myself another opportunity to become self-employed for a security company, and no one will know what they're called, but they're called BST. They were a startup here in Adelaide, and I came on after about six months, they opened their doors, and they gave me an opportunity as a contractor. Mm -hmm. I didn't have a license. I didn't know how security worked, but I knew how to run cables. I had a van. I had tools, and I was reliable. Yep, yep. Okay, so I ticked a fair few boxes for these guys Mm. and credit to them, they gave me an opportunity. Yeah, gave you a shot. They showed me how to do a job, start to finish. They showed me what their expectations were and away we went. Now, these guys, they were entrenched around Adelaide already. They had work at Adelaide University. They were the primary contractor there. Flinders University, Mm Trans-Adelaide, here in Adelaide as well. So the work was there. I was never without work. I did this job for 13 years. Wow. Self-employed. Wow. And I went from a guy who was super green to go full circle. I'm now an employee again, (laughs) but now I work for BST, uh, and I'm a project manager for... BST. And this only happened three months ago. Nice. Yes, I remember yeah, the, that. Yeah. The, the company has grown exponentially. We've become a, a top three security company here in Adelaide. Mm. We're a go-to. We don't advertise. People come to us. Yeah, You don't yeah. need to advertise. you got deals with a uni yeah. and like transport Correct. Adelaide and yeah. stuff. Oh, yeah. Yeah. But we've grown beyond that where yeah. builders doing major projects around Adelaide come to us. Nice. Yeah, yeah. Okay. We want you to quote for this job. Yep, And that level of interaction with with building companies comes from a lot of hard work. Yeah, doing yeah, the right absolutely. thing. Yep. High expectations, and that comes from the work I put in, and my team at BST. We built the company up, and we're we're flying. And the Beautiful. reward I got after much they, they they harassed me a fair bit because I was a self employee for thirteen years. Yeah. yeah. They were keen to get me on board as an employee with their idea that they're going to put me in a position of now you train, train the, the next young, the young bunch pups. of guys yep. and you show them how to do it, but you also manage them and their expectations and the projects that you've spent 13 years knowing, understanding. Mm. So that's, uh, yeah, three months ago, that's the... So that, that's why he's so
2: good at like managing the podcast, right? Cuz he's a project manager. <laughs> that's right. That's right. It, it
0: turns th- out I can actually organize stuff. <laughs> well done. <laughs> Excellent.
3: Okay, so at some stage you got married. Tell us about your marriage and courtship with Joe.
0: Right. So this crosses over with John Martin's a little bit here, guys. Ooh, Ooh, that far back. Wow. wow. That far back. That's right. In the last year that John Martin's was in operation, I had actually left before we got to the Christmas their final Christmas trade. But working in the City at Games Workshop, I was still popping into the shop and catching up with friends. So when the time came for our last final Christmas dinner, dinner, they invited me along. We went out, we had our dinner, and then the young people, as they do, they decide to go out and have a few drinks afterwards. Of course, yeah. (laughs) Now, we went to a nightclub on North Terrace. And I don't know how long ago you guys drove down North Terrace, but there is a spot called Club 199. Mm Mm-hmm. Uh, At the time, it was called Dreamers. And if that isn't just a 90s nightclub (laughs) name, uh, I don't know what it is. uh, Anyway, that's where we've ended up. I'm (laughs) drinking beers, having a great night. I'd fit the dance floor, having a bit of a dance. It's all good. And a song comes on, Addicted to Bass by Josh Abrams. I hate the song. Totally totally (laughs) addicted to bass. So, So not liking the song, I've turned around and I've started to walk off the dance floor. And I get just to the edge of the dance floor and someone grabs my hand spins me around and it's Joanne. Oh. Hey. She asked me to dance. Did you know her? No. No, no never, never met her before. before. Wow. Never How... met her before. She uh, pulls me back onto the dance floor. She's a good looking lady. Wait, wait, wait. Hey? You,
3: you You moved I'm your like... hair out of your eyes.
0: <laughs> <laughs> it was it's only four sweet. inches to right. see <laughs> yeah. No, I had a full head of hair then. It yeah. was um, <laughs> yeah. I had to act while it was still there. Yeah. <laughs> So yes, we danced on the floor, and after a while we went downstairs. We uh, where it's a bit quieter. Had a bit of a chat, got to know each other, and she told me at that point there she'd seen me earlier in the night and she'd gone up to the DJ booth and requested that song <laughs> with the intention of coming up and dancing <laughs> nice. with me. how good! Wow.
2: So like, tell me, tell me that's your song now. Like that's you, you and her song.
0: Uh, if she was here, I would say yes. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not lying. If I said I had to ask her what song it was early tonight, <laughs> <laughs> yes. <laughs> details, you know. I'm not the details guy. That's Joe's job. Yeah, yeah. Fantastic. So that's where we met. Okay. Yes, it was a crossover oh, from the end of John Martin's, and I entered a new phase of my life. We met that night. We separated and went our own ways. And over the next eight weeks we cross paths mm, mm. suddenly i'm walking through the city she's walking through the city and it's like it's you is that her across the road there I
3: yeah think okay. adelaide's a small place, yeah, it's small
0: place. Yep. i'd stop and talk to some friends in ronda mall and turn around and oh, she's there with mm. a group of people as well so it got off to a bit of a a strange start like that it yep. probably took us about three months to sort of go hey let's um Let's go exclusive. We've entered into the new year, so the Christmas rush for retail was over. Her university obligations were finished, and she was on break, so we both had that extra time mm-hmm. to get to know each other, uh, and sort of you know that, that's what we did, and uh, we moved in together pretty quickly. Yep. I would say after about six months, we we were in a wow. unit together. Uh, I'm a I'm a I'm a try before you buy sort of <laughs> it before you get sort of guy. <laughs> Um. Now, guys, let me ask you: Is seven years too long to date someone before you pop the question?
3: Oh, I didn't last that long, but mm, yeah, no, I was.
2: Mm, I. <laughs> Probably getting a little bit long in the tooth, I would it, say. It's not the longest I've heard of. No, right, but, but still, other examples.
0: Yeah. But yeah, yeah. Uh, Well, I guess I was in uh, in bliss because it didn't even cross my mind. Wow. Yeah, okay, okay. You know, So we were just living our lives, yeah, you know, as, as yeah. young, you know, young yeah. cashed up people and yep. And, and, yep. And, and whatnot. Uh, it actually took my grandmother, yeah, to really obviously <laughs> say, not very subtly, not very subtly, <laughs> hey, Joe. Been seven years. What are you doing? He hasn't got the message yet, has he? <laughs> <laughs> and I'm like, oh damn! Oh, oh yeah. <laughs> Maybe right. now's the time. <laughs> and yeah, sort of three months later, I um, I popped the question. Yep. Yes. Nice. Uh, I I did it on spur of the moment. I had the yep. ring hidden here in the house. Um, it wasn't a fancy dinner. It wasn't a holiday or anything yep. like that. It was totally natural. Nice. Spur of the moment. Joe was just. Sitting in bed in her pajamas <laughs> and I just the moment was right. Yeah. Yep. That was the time. Yep, that's cool. No expectations, no build up. I just thought, hey, this is it. No, Let's do yep. it. I did I knew what the answer was gonna be. There was no doubt yeah. about it. I mean she's there for <clears> seven <throat> years. Oh, of yep. course, yeah. It's a yep, 100%. yeah. <laughs> yep. Oh well done. That's beautiful.
2: Cool. Oh yeah. I'm gonna have to go listen to that song now. <laughs> what was
3: it again? What was it? The- uh <laughs> Joe. <laughs> uh, isn't it? is it addicted to bass? <laughs> Adi- totally addicted to... <laughs> yeah, totally, you know, I, I heard it on my speaker, I even gave right? totally you time to, like, to look, to look
2: at your rest. notes and everything. Anyway. All right. <laughs> um, all right. So, uh, have you travelled much Um, with Joe, I'm assuming, at this point?
0: This is going to be my favourite question of the night, gentlemen. Okay. Have you got a comfortable seat? Poise off a fresh drink. It. Do it. All right. Joe and I, we are travellers. We are collectors of experience. Nice. And we have spent... Many a fortune, traveling the world (laughs) in search of unique experiences. Um, We did the basic things as a kid when you're young. You go to Asia, uh, you travel around Australia, Mm. you see that sort of stuff there. But after a while, when you're starting to earn some pretty good money, Mm. uh, it was like, you know what? We've got nothing tying us back here in Australia. Let's go away for six weeks. And first time we did that, we went off to to the states, mm-hmm. and we did a whirlwind tour nice. of the eastern states and uh, Canada. We saw a lot in in a six week it, period. It's
2: funny because like we say six weeks until like a lot of Australians, you go, oh, that's that's a a, a decent length holiday. You say that to Americans, like we, Ali and myself, not to interrupt your story, sorry, but we were over there for four weeks, and we say that to people over there, like four weeks, that's insane. Like to them, anything over like. A week seems like a really long period of time, and I don't know how they, obviously their leave from work and all that sort of stuff works over there. So I don't understand; it's very different. But Australians seem, in general, seem to do holidaying better than most countries, where we just sit there and go,
3: "Yeah, four to six weeks—that sounds about right. Let's do it." But, yeah. but also, when you're traveling across to the other, other side so of the world, fast. It's, it's essentially yeah. two days of yep. your waste Travel. gone. Yeah, just right. you know. Whether that's uh, the time difference or yeah, whether that's just, just, stuff, just trying yeah. to jump off the jet lag uh, period. And, and chances are you're not going to land in where you want to be, so you, you need to get then c- get
0: connecting flights and all that sort of jazz. 100%. Uh, it uh, it's the most not of just it. a
3: one-way trip, so all the, any, you know,
0: yeah. So the, the, on that trip I had like every day planned out we had experiences day night project oh,
2: management like, coming in again <laughs> 100% <laughs> nice. we, awesome. we saw so much yeah. stuff
0: but we did it so quickly yeah. that we actually want to go back and sort of yep. visit take some of these areas a bit yeah. more yeah take your yeah. time again uh, two years later bang we're on our way again back over to the states yep this time we did all the the west coast mm-hmm. yep your disneyland your universal studios nice ah, wonderful went down to mexico Went to Cuba. Oh, oh. Yeah. yeah! Wow, <laughs> How <was> wonderful! That, <laughs> that was, yeah. guys. Trust me. Yeah. Uh, sensational. Yeah. Yep. Okay. Uh, you you can see that modern Western culture starting to creep in. Yeah. But it is. What what years are we talking yeah. about? Uh, let's just say mm, it's probably about nine years ago. So. Right. So
3: uh, about twenty twenty thirteen thereabouts. Yep. Mm. yep. Yeah. Something like that.
0: Yep. Cool. Uh, old cars. Old Still, buildings. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, yeah. You know, yeah. Sewers and toilets don't work properly. Yeah, um, yeah. But there's no homelessness. There's no unemployment. Mm. Uh, you know, that's one side of communism. But obviously, there's the other side of communism. But this isn't a political show, so no. we're not going to get into yeah. it. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> uh, but yeah, that was a truly unique, eye opening experience. And yeah. it was really wonderful. It was uh, really good stuff. Oh, nice. Uh, after that, what did we do? A little bit more Asia here and there, Vietnam, Cambodia. We went and saw some village hill people in Vietnam, right up by the Chinese yep. uh, mm-hmm. border. There, like yep. no running water, no electricity. Yet they met us in in the, in the local town, yeah. and we caught a a ride to a certain part, and disembarked from the car, and then we walked four or five kilometers through wow. the hill country, and the crops up to mm. where their village was, mm. and then they prepared lunch for us. Jeez. And they looked after us, they talked to us, and we pack a few little Western bits and pieces yeah. with us. Okay, you know What means nothing to us, like a toothbrush, toilet paper, mm. to- toothpaste, that is the world to them. Yeah, okay. So that's actually something we've done when we've gone to different places throughout the world. Cuba as well, mm. where we have toiletries. Stuff that they just can't get. Yeah. Mm. Yeah. And you leave it behind as a thank yeah. you. Yeah, right. And it means more to them if you gave them, if you actually gave them money because mm. they got money. Yeah, cool. They but can't if that Product still can't is not buy available. You. Buy these you can't things, buy. It. Yeah. yeah, that's exactly yep. right. Yeah. Amazing. So we've done that. Uh, I think our last trip, and I'm, cu- I'm glazing over a few things here, guys. Yep. <laughs> uh, we went to Europe. Yep. Uh, we spent uh, six weeks in Europe at Christmas. Oh uh, white Christmas white Christmas. Oh, Christmas Wow. oh gosh we got oh. to see the pure white pristine snow oh, good. in a castle landscape, remote villages yeah. the Christmas markets yeah. <sighs> wow, goosebumps thinking about Jealous. that sort of, uh, and and we got the snowfall on us as well
2: uh, see it's it's funny like i has been to some Ameri- yeah Chris wisdom and some of our, my American friends and stuff and and they go how does like they can't wrap their heads around a a, a summer Christmas and I go well that's what we're used to but there's something because we're constantly bombarded by all this Christmas media that is very American based that it is it is the the white Christmas there's still something I think there's something magical to a lot of Australians to go I got to have snow in December like and that's yeah that's one of Ali's things as well she's like I want a white Christmas. Some stage. doesn't have to be next yep. year, but a white Christmas would be amazing. I,
0: if you can do it, get away and do yeah, it. Yeah, it is, yeah. It's just it's it's one of those things that's really wonderful. Um, experience. I'll just share one experience with you. When we were over in Europe, I went to... Uh, I like to go to the James Bond <laughs> places where they yep. filmed scenes. Yeah, cool. Um, and one of my favorite movies is on Her Majesty's Secret Service, George mm-hmm. Lazenby, yeah. or late 60s. Yep. There is the, the pinnacle of this movie is filmed at a place called Schilthorn, and it's a location on top of a mountain in the Swiss Alps. The only way to get to this place is by catching a train halfway up the mountain, and then you jump on a cable cart for a five-kilometre wow. wow. stretch wow. across the Alps. I have a morbid fear of heights. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> um, but I was absolutely determined that this was an experience I wanted to do. Yeah. And I had myself so ready and so prepped by the time we got off the train to make the transition to the cable car that I just walked straight in, straight up to the window, and I stood there the entire trip looking out <laughs> wow. over into a void. At the nothing. And it's not oh. you know 100 metres up. It is 500 metres, 1,000 yeah. metres up. Kilometres. Yeah. Yeah. We're, we're raising from one elevation of 2.5 kilometres. We end up three and a half kilometres oh, up. Wow. So we go oh. up a kilometre yeah, yeah. over 500 metres. <laughs> a cable car. Like, oh, jeez. You don't... Amazing. The worst thing you can do is stop and think about yep. what's actually going. Yep. You're three tonnes of steel and metal yep. supported by, by a, a cable.
2: cable. A single <laughs> yeah. cable. Yeah. Correct. We all know you're good with running cables. So, you know. Then you stop and you think about how the hell did they do that? Oh, the the, the physics and behind something like that just... Boggles my mind that they could do it for one, but then they sit and go, All right, who's gonna be the first one to test it? Like, <laughs>
0: <laughs> no, you go first, no, you go first. Like, <laughs> so that was actually pretty cool. We went and did that. Uh, it was a freezing cold day, mm. so we went outside for a little bit. Uh, it was like minus two or three mm. already, and the wind was blowing, which adds you know, none of 10 degrees yeah. as your wind fuel factor. I Took a photograph of myself, or Joe took the photograph of me. I'm wearing my to- Toy Power podcast t shirt. Oh, nice. <laughs> uh, and that's it. I took my jacket off. I'm standing in the freezing cold just Woo. wearing the t shirt. Um, yeah, crazy. There, there,
2: there's your cover photo, sort of, yeah. Ben. Big, like, big nips oh, hanging right. there out the front. <laughs>
0: yeah, oh, yeah nice. wonderful experience. I'm um, oh, cool. proud of myself for doing that. Yeah, very sweet. nice.
3: Awesome. All right, wrapping it up, last question. What toy-related advice would modern Scott give twenty-year-old Scott? And and it can't be buy out John Martin all the all the <laughs> markdowns at Johnny's or whatever.
0: Well, going back twenty years ago, I didn't collect toys. I had nothing to do with toys. Mm. So if I went back and spoke to myself, then there's no advice. No advice I could give myself that would uh, going
3: back a few years when before get that in been, early. Um, you know when you were collecting the mic. You know that 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 time period where you're collecting the micros. The Star Wars micros and things. Yeah, you know, like what, what would, what would you have given yourself advice? You know, look, I've I've
0: thought about this a fair bit, and the the honest answer is, there's not a toy line I would tell myself to collect, or as some people would say, go and buy all the scratch figures and put them away because they're going to be worth five thousand dollars (laughs) each. No, Um, as I sort of said before, me, it's about the experience and what you get out of something. So if I went back and spoke to myself, I would say stay the course. Live your life because 20 years from now you're going to find yourself hanging out with a bunch of pretty cool guys. <laughs> who who are they? <laughs> Trent. <laughs> yeah, he's not here. Yeah. That's exactly it. You're going to find yourself in a position where I'm going to meet Ben, Frank, Trent, Darren yeah, and associated with you guys. I get to meet Davey as well.
2: I'm sorry. Apology accepted.
0: <laughs> <laughs> and... This is where you're going to end up. Your, your your love of toys is going to come full circle. You're going to get interested in it again. Mm. You're going to go to a toy fair. You're going to see a snake mountain on a table. You're going to go and buy it for $40. bucks. <laughs> you are going to get a fly pushed into your hand and told to, <laughs> <laughs> told to listen to a podcast. The fly is going to sit on the coffee table for three months. And you're going to see it every day before you finally get onto Spotify and get have a well. listen. Yep. And you connect instantly. Oh. You have that. Light bulb. Oh, movement. yeah. That's right. It's like, oh, wow. This is my first podcast and I've picked a winner straight away. This is great.
2: That was my Snake Mountain, wasn't it? It was your Snake Mountain. That's right. I remember it was it was, an old, it was a beta Snake Mountain I had that was, you know had some some of the main bits there. And I was like, yeah, 40 bucks. Had a it's sp- right behind you. It's right behind you. Yeah.
0: Hello. That's cool. <laughs> so that's oh, wow. that's the advice I give myself. Stay the yep. course because you're going to end up meeting a bunch of guys who are going to become your friends, we are yep. going to bond over uh, an experience, mm. and you're going to end up being the happiest version of yourself you've been in your life as a result oh. Of, oh, of where you've ended up. Wow.
2: Oh, group hug. You give some good advice. <laughs> like. Yeah, sorry to be Sophie there, guys. That, that, that's the honest truth.
0: I did. I thought about this a bit, and that's what came to me. Mm. It's not a toy or collecting a yep. toy. Yep. It's okay. you guys and the friendship and the fun and the enjoyment. And you accepted me. You, you mm. let me come in and, and do my thing. Mm. And that'll me to improve my we're work. We're better for you. because of it. Yeah, so absolutely. thank you. Yeah. No, thank you. Thank you, man. Group hug coming in. That's Aww. it. That's it. <laughs> <laughs> All right.
3: We might break it up with inserting Trent's little uh wrap up, I reckon. Or yeah. I reckon that's a good time to uh Yeah, so
2: yeah. Thank you for that, Scotty. Uh, hopefully, uh people that, you know, we even when you're not on the mic, we we shout you out quite often and or you just randomly grab someone's mic and, and throw in your little two cents. <laughs> you know, sticking up for you know Final Fantasy, for example. Um, but no, so thank you for that. Uh, I hope the, the listeners out there got to know you uh, a little bit better. Um, that was wonderful. All right, and uh, now we're going to hear from our good friend Master Trent, who has uh, hopefully recovered from his injury, um, to tell us all about Bricksbo and the craziness that went on there.
1: Hey, Trent here and fresh off of Brickspo 2022, the Southern Bricks LEGO User Group's premier event, the biggest LEGO display in South Australia. It was an incredible weekend and one of the highlights, you have to shout out, Moff Gideon's Light Cruiser. This thing is essentially a small Star Destroyer built in LEGO minifigure scale. Absolutely insane, 8.8 metres long and I think around $25,000 worth of light bluish-gray pieces making up this thing. This was built, I think, over a period of at least six months, and it was put together or ready to assemble on the day. I think it was meant to be about a four-hour assembly. Unfortunately, the the boys had a mishap bringing it over. There was a ladder that fell on it during transit, and it became a live build. Uh, All day Friday set up, they were trying to put this thing back together, and then Saturday, they were doing a live build in front of everyone of this incredible cruiser, and that really, I think in retrospect added to the drama and added to the wonderful spectacle which was seeing this thing from frame get sort of skinned with this incredible uh, coverage and the shapes that those guys uh, managed to get was amazing. Uh, I I believe it is the largest minifigure scale Star Wars spaceship in the world, so it was quite an iconic piece to have around. Other notable builds, there were so many and I can't mention them all, but the great ball contraption, a mechanical piece of wizardry which sends balls all around different mechanisms through uh, I think probably about three. 30 tables around and that delighted the kids and won the fans choice for the weekend other noticeable exhibits were the Masters of the Universe exhibit which was a basically mechanised manny faces that would turn his faces from monster, robot and human as well as there was a mini-eternia and uh, some other portraits of the Master of the Universe characters, which was very cool to see. And shout out to Ace, who had his 11th birthday on the Sunday. Happy birthday to you, my friend. That was fantastic. I managed to, as well, put on my LEGO Masters hat with Josh. Josh was there, and we'd done a build of some of our characters from LEGO Masters Season 2 Australia that we put on, and the chicken man that <laughs> featured in the episode where Hamish broke, broke intentionally, uh, as we believe, the motorcycle, and we had to build Something from the broken pieces, and we built a chicken man stealing eggs from chickens that was on display along with our pirate cowboy. And we had the farmer, and the chicken man certainly got the most uh love and attention, so that was fantastic. Had had a number of uh photo ops and signing ops with the kids, but my favorite was one little boy who was so awestruck when he met Josh and I. We tried to engage him in some conversation and we asked him what his name was, and he just turned to us, uh, turned to his mum, and said, I've forgotten and His mum reminded him that his name was Samuel and uh, it was all good after that. But what a wonderful weekend of Lego. A lot of Lego enthusiasts, a lot of fun, and a lot of smiles on the kids' faces and adults alike and probably mine too. So if you are around, always the winter school holidays for Brickspo, looking forward to 2023 to be bigger and better and more Lego if you can top a minifigure scale light cruiser. Cool. Catch you guys
2: all right thanks very much for that Trent. glad to hear you uh had an awesome time there with all your lego masters buddies um yeah that was wonderful gives a bit of an insight if because we weren't able to make it um all right now we are going to head over to um well technically this part of the show we would play reading watching playing it's just a lot of watching at the moment because there's a lot of damn good tv out there so here we go Reading, watching, playing. Alright, so there's I said, lots of good stuff out there, but we're going to talk to three shows pretty quickly before we wrap up here. Stranger Things, The Boys, and Obi-Wan. And I think all of us have had a fairly good time overall with these, but let's just go around the room. We're going to get to some scores later on as far as uh, out of 19, but uh, Ben... Take us through, well take us through briefly your thoughts on all three of those shows.
3: Yeah, so Stranger Things uh, came on and I, I liked it how was it was it episodic or was it all No, they, they, they broke did. it up. They broke it up uh, having the second uh, the the last two episodes correct, uh, different. Correct. So I yep. I, I like that. Yep. You know, give everyone a, a chance to catch up and then um, binge, you know, the last two episodes even though it was like 4 hours, four of, TV hours of content <laughs> or whatever. It's ridiculous, yeah. wasn't it? It was not it? It's pretty massive. Uh, so that was awesome. Uh, I felt they did a really, really good job uh, introducing Ed, the new character Eddie. Yeah. I thought he was fat, so fat so cool. Yeah, hundred um, percent. The uh, definitely the um, you know the crux of the show was uh, Will's brother. I thought he could just go. Oh, see sure. you, later. Yep. you know, he was such <laughs> a boring. Um, you know. You know. He just. Brought brought the show down. Uh, I like the uh, pizza delivery guy, the sort of stoner character, and then he then he goes and meets his um another uh, another (laughs) another uh, pizza store store, (laughs) and it's exactly like that. Um, Very surfy orientated, so that was quite uh, funny. (laughs) um, yeah, so th- and then we've got the boys uh, that uh, uh, dropped weekly. Freaking love that. Yeah. That's uh, a Friday night um, mm-hmm. episode. It, the coolest thing about being on, uh, you know, stuck home for a week at COVID, two p.m. in the afternoon, <laughs> I'm watching the boys. Boom. Uh, you straight know, away. Like, yeah, so it was, it drops. That, that was pretty cool. Um, before we, uh, the, uh, my wife had to go and pick up the kids. We managed to squeeze it in uh, and watch it before. Uh, nice. that, so that was pretty awesome. Yeah. Uh, the boys, even though she, my wife has read all the comics and she's pretty quick to say, "Hey, they didn't do that right." They, it, you know, HeroGasm was its own yeah. uh, sort of um, mini series yeah. or Storyline, something, you know. And, yeah. and here we are with one episode, not, not 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 reading all the comics and things. From my point of view, I loved it. Like yeah. I thought it was fantastic. Um, you know, not going yeah we were not going to spoil it cuz i can't say that um but yeah like i love it they they went really um you know like shock value from yeah, sort of from sure. the from the very first episode and stuff and i just you know between uh invincible and the boys and things i just love that streaming shows are getting more uh you know uh, they're showcasing a lot more than we've ever seen before. Mm-hmm. You know, like. Pushing yeah. The boundaries. yeah, that's yeah. the word I'm looking yep. for. Yep. Massively pushing the boundaries, and they know they've got a market out there, so they're not afraid to uh, have a bit of shock value. Yep. So, um, well done. Keep it up. I love it. Uh, Obi Wan, for me, I mean, uh, fantastic to see things. I, I found it very you know, predictable in the sense, well, I know he's going to be okay. Yeah. I know she's exactly. going to be okay. Exactly. Uh, you know, what are we going to see? It was great to see um, some of uh, you know Ewan McGregor come back and things. He was fantastic as an actor and things. But I didn't feel the oh my gosh, is he going to be okay? You know, mm, it, it was the It was really cool. Yeah. Uh, I, I do love the fact that um, you know uh, going into it, I was like, what sort of story do they are they really going to be able to tell? With Luke, like you know, talk about bookending. Yep. W- w- what 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 are they really going to do? What is just going to you know peer through binoculars the whole uh, <laughs> six episodes and make sure he doesn't trip, you know, step on a piece of Lego or something, you know, whatever <laughs> Lego is in the future. It's creep, uh, and then they Uncle Ben looking yeah. in through the window again. <laughs> and then they throw us a curveball, and it was a story about Leia. Yeah. So I thought that was really cool, yeah. and respect where respect's due. So that was great. Uh, seeing a more vicious Darth Vader and almost oh, arguably yes. more powerful and yeah. more vengeful Darth Vader. You know, um, there's shots, and it's not really a spoiler, but, you know, holding back, uh, using the Force to hold back a ship and essentially annihilate a ship as it's taking off. Like, mm. that was almost Vader at his most powerful. Yeah. And that, that was really yes. cool. Yep. So aspects like that get a really high praise. But as for a whole... Total story arc—it it was kind of predictable and things—and and and for that, uh, Obi One gets my third place. Uh, you know, out of those that trilogy of mm-hmm. um, awesome viewing, would I give any of them up? No way. I I, I thought it was fantastic. Uh, uh, it's so exciting to be—you know—here we are, twenty twenty-two, and we've got so many—you know—levels of Star Wars and yep. um, comic books and new. You know, new content. program and new mm-hmm. content—it's just fantastic. So, uh, you know, as as I said last uh, episode, the pop culture is is in you know is gold level, um, you know, at, right at the moment. It's just fantastic. It's, good, a, it's a good time to be into cool stuff. That's right. There's, yeah. It's almost not enough time to consume everything. So. Right. Ain't that true? Yeah. Ain't
0: that true? Uh, I'll go in reverse order. So, number three for me was uh, Obi Wan. Definitely a cracker of an episode to get things started. Awesome swerve with the with the kids and the storyline mm. there, um, and then the the closeout episode episode six the the Vader Kenobi fight was just spine yeah. tingling. It was so good. I've watched it three times. Oh, oh wow, nice oh, man. Nice. Okay. Look, yeah. I know what, you know what the result is going to be, yeah. but who cares? Yeah, it's such an epic epic battle. Uh, the middle four episodes, cool. It's uh it's full of content. Mm-hmm. We need it. It's necessary. Yeah. Wonderful. Uh, coming in at number two, it's going to be the boys, and I tell you what, it was super close between the boys Whoa. and Stranger Things <laughs> because the only difference is Stranger Things I got to binge, so I get to right. suck it all in. Yep. in so you, you two waited or three
3: for the extra episodes to drop, and then you watched all of them. We or? had the break. Yeah, we right, had the break. You had the break. Yeah, but yeah. I was yep. so hooked yep. with yep. those first yep. eight
0: episodes. Yep. I simply was. I was salivating. I could yep. not wait for. Yep. It was Agony, waiting three weeks for the next two episodes to drop. Whereas The Boys, it's weekly, it's more drawn out, and it's taken me probably four or five episodes to really become invested Mm. in this season, to see the storyline and the characters to to develop and hit such a high crescendo towards the end. And I haven't seen the final episode, Mm. but the last episode I watched wow, that came out of left field and escalated to its point so quickly. I felt like I was on a roller coaster. I had to hold... I was on the edge of the seat. (laughs) Yeah, yeah, yeah. And it was just so engaging, so captivating. Wonderful, wonderful television. Mm. I honestly didn't see that point coming. You knew it was going to happen at some point, but for it to happen so quickly and escalate to what it was, amazing stuff. But as I said, Stranger Things, wow, so invested in the majority of those characters. Uh, Max's storyline, yeah, yep.
2: It's yep. Great, great to see her get a wow. you know a yep. huge yep. time in the spotlight. Uh, our
0: villain Vecna, damn, what a build up! That, that yeah. was cool seeing that was the backstory so, and yep. stuff. I like that so well laid uh, out. Yeah. I, I,
3: I felt though that the Russian storyline was like, oh, we're back to the Russian storyline. Like I, that was, but I understand they had to separate them somehow. Yep. But I just I I hated that uh, the. Helicopter pilot guy, he was like the Jar Jar Binks. I just he annoyed the hell out of me, (laughs) man. It's a great great comparison. He just got on my nerves so bad. And yeah, anyway, sorry, go on. Yeah, uh,
0: the only negative I would take away from it is this we've got too many characters in the fold. Um, Stranger Things, Stranger Things, definitely. Um, I, I, if I was writing it, I probably would have capped uh, a couple of the main. Well, cast.
2: in in the lead up to it, Millie Bobby Brown was you know in the media do, doing stories as they do, and she goes and she joking, yeah, we have got a lot of characters. Maybe <laughs> some people should die, and so everyone's like, oh no, like Eleven's gonna die, and all nah. this sorts of stuff. Like, um,
0: yeah, I would have. Will Byers could have died. Mm. Wouldn't have missed him. Yep. He yeah, yeah. Take see? his brother with him too. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. let's just do the whole family. Bye bye. Yeah. I just they're driving yeah. me bananas. Yeah. They're just. To me, they're pulling the show down and yeah. everyone else is accelerating in their character development. Yeah. So I'm
3: going to call out one thing, right? And it's sort of a little bit spoilery. So. But, you know, everyone's very telekinesis-powered, uh, you know, in this Season 3, and that's the backstory of um, Vecna and things mm-hmm. like that. And everyone, you know, uh, Eleven growing up and everyone's telekinesis-powered and things... But they they sort of wrote out the was it season one where she meets the other characters and you know other oh, like other, meets, other season meets two nine or she, whatever yeah she yeah. went off and did uh, yeah. yeah so they they, they, they wrote <laughs> out their power sh- sets because they didn't fit in with the Vecna uh, <laughs> <see>, so that, <laughs> okay. of that 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 tw- twingled on my mind a little bit but yep. um, you know for the the case of the story to keep going I understand what they did and why they did it so yeah Frank. Yeah, look,
2: um, I'll do what Scotty did and go in reverse order. Um, number three out of those for me was Obi Wan, and and you pretty much covered it, Scotty. Like though, that big fight scene, uh, look, I'm 100 percent with you, Ben, as well. That stakes weren't there, but damn, if it wasn't a cool fight scene. And and I even heard some stuff later on. There's, uh, you know, Vader's helmet gets damaged, and apparently that is. Um and you you know you see um Vader get a scar on his head that scar lines up with when Vader takes his helmet off at the end of um Empire Return of the Jedi Return of the Jedi sorry yes and but the scar is in the same spot it and is. you sit there and go oh that's that's some awesome fan service in what is just basically a fight scene so stuff like that I really loved um yeah all the stuff you guys said about the swerve with Leia was was wonderful. But again, the, the the first, you know, there's of the six episodes, I, I felt it was too short. I felt they could have gone more, they could have gone eight episodes, I feel, and then you could have fleshed out some of that Obi-Wan trying to really get back to where he was, you know. Oh, like a Force a force Rediscovery
0: montage.
2: Uh, maybe. maybe.
0: <laughs> I wouldn't have gone a montage. but did oh, not, the tiger.
3: Or Flash. <laughs> Oh, <laughs> yeah. bit of crossing universes.
2: <laughs> um, but yeah, look, uh, fantastic to see Hayden Christensen uh, back in in the role, and and yeah, all of a sudden Vader just instead of just being a guy who stands around and barks orders, he was scary, yeah, yeah, yes, oh, yeah. terrifying. And you go, that's a villain. Like they they teased that with Rogue One and the ceiling murder type scene, but this was just like, nah, Vader's Vader's pissed off. That was great. Um look number 2 for me and again very very tight at the top stranger things is number 2 for me um I loved it and my wife was that that night when the, the the second part of the season dropped she was like jack has to go to bed on time <laughs> because we've got 4 hours of this to get through and you know me I fall asleep on the couch really easily we've got and thankfully he went down he went to sleep perfectly and we all right let's do it you know, of course, it was midnight by the time we finished it. Um, wonderful. A, re- a really great finale. The break I found really odd. And it was like, if you're going to do it weekly, like the boys then do it weekly. If you're going to dump it all at one time, dump it all at one time. This just felt like a real, like, why? What was the yeah. the justification yeah. for I think,
3: that? I think they're testing the waters. Like, I really and do. Exactly. Yeah. And I think yep.
2: Netflix have been a little bit shown up by the, the Disney pluses and the the, the model of reverting back to weekly because it extends the hype. People are talking about it for months as opposed to it's all done and dusted inside of a week because people have binged it all. And that was them testing it. Um The four hours was great. The the Duffer brothers were quoted as saying, look, we had to be four hours because we didn't know where to cut it. I went into that a bit speculatively, but I agree. You look at it and go, I wouldn't take any of that out. No, not at all. You know, it was, I was really well done. Definitely. I thought it was going to go. Can be completely honest, he was my pick for like, someone's got to die. It's got to be right? Who's he got left? You know, the will they, won't they, thing. Like, I might have to edit that out because I realise that's pretty, pretty spoilery. <laughs> <laughs> I thought another character was going to die who did not end up dying. Anyway, um, but yes, to your point, Ben, the Russia storyline, just kind of Hopper and all that were largely inconsequential. I, I, I did like
3: the fact that the Demi- uh, gordon you know like we saw an yeah. og one and then we saw the dogs and things mm. i like that aspect but the whole storyline it was the, all it was is getting them out of the picture so they couldn't help correct you know around correct. the town and things and yeah. it, it was three separate storylines for them to break up the group so they yeah. all had their own little <laughs> missions and things and yeah i uh, understood that but the that guy just annoyed it. and, and I, <laughs> he was a bit funny but yeah. yes he was he was a bit much at times yep yeah,
2: I, I did like where they left this, the the series you sort of go oh what's you know yeah the, the the bad guy gets dealt with but um where does that leave the whole town is very interesting the the duffer brothers have also said that there's gonna be a time jump for the next season because basically the kids are just getting too old the kids can't be well, in high school they'll be well,
3: breaking their um voices and things you know? Yeah, all that sort yeah. of stuff mm-hmm. so yep.
2: there's so how do you do a time jump given that we know where the town of Hawkins is at right now. That's going to be super interesting to yep. uh, to see. Um, but look, The Boys, for me, <laughs> it's that I, I had to try and sell it recently to some of the guys at work who hadn't seen it. And they're like, oh, yeah, I've heard. It. they said, it, it's that show for them that everyone's talking about, so therefore I almost don't want to start watching it. And I'm like, do me a favor. I know you love the superhero stuff like I do. Just watch the first episode. And even the first 15 minutes, you think back to season one where A-Train runs through yes, that, that yep, person, yep. you know, bang, if you're not in at that point, then there's maybe the show's not for you. And he watched it and then caught up watching the other two seasons inside of a week. So um, I just think it's, it's really well written. Haven't read the comics a bit like you, Ben, and, and what you were saying, how re has. I'm very curious to see how that part of it holds up for people, but as someone coming in cold, it's, so well-written. Carl Urban, if he, oh, if he, he doesn't is, get... Yeah, I don't yeah. know if they give Oscars for television stuff, but his performance, you forget that he's played, you know, the likes of, like, Bones McCoy in Star Trek mm-hmm. and some really, really polar opposite characters.
3: He's <laughs> he, stunning. He, he, he's he's in some Disney animation or Netflix animated yeah. movie or whatever. So Ree's, Ree's doing the dishes or she's um, doing something, you know, in the kitchen or whatever. And Re can hear in the other room Carl uh, Urban's voice. She's like, "What? What are they? Oh. They better not be then watching the, kids, the boys. The kids are like, <laughs> what the hell are the girls?" She runs in like all panicking. Oh no! What have you wa- watching? And yeah, it's this uh, <laughs> it, it's this animated sort of oh. uh, swashbuckling looking uh, you know character, oh. and she's like, oh wow, so, you know, like this <laughs> instant <laughs> dread you know yeah. came over on. And uh, Carl yeah. Urban would teach him a few That's new right. words oh, yeah. in his role yeah. on the board. Well, just just the just the graphics yeah. that you see. It's exactly. just you know they're they're open to Stranger Things and stuff, but some of the just you know you don't want to see. Oh, big boy, you know. Uh, <laughs> I love sausage. <laughs> sausage, uh, yeah. So, anyway. yeah.
2: No, look, I, I just think it was is, the weekly drop works for me because you've got time to sort of absorb it and go and theorize what's going to happen next. Um, I will say the finale, without being spoilery, probably wasn't as impactful as probably the last um season. You know, when season two ended, I was like, <gasps> edge of your seat types up. This season, you go, okay, I'll see what you've done there. Uh, I'm, you know, I'm not hanging on the on the edge to watch, you know, uh, season four just yet. Uh, I'm sure. Well, they
3: they could clearly, in my opinion, they could clearly put a bow on it. Yes, and and that's it. You know, if if that's the end of the boys, that's uh, sort of a nice bow. On the end, but if, of course, they will probably you know be pushed to make another season, yep. and they can kick that off without a, with a seamless you know yes uh, go go yeah. ahead. That's a good and, way to and summarize. And I, I I appreciate that uh, you know not knowing what these actors and things have got contracted sure, through, or sure. they might need to you know go and yeah might need a time jump. Who knows? Yep. I don't know. So and yeah,
2: yeah, is it um is it Anthony Mackey who's um Homelander, the actor? Anthony Starr. Anthony Starr. Sorry, Anthony Mackie's um, Falcon. Uh, yeah, he an another amazing performance for for a guy who was at the start when you first see him, just you know a real sort of, oh, pardon the language, but a dickhead Superman. Mm-hmm. It, what he's evolved into, and you just sit there going, "Here's the sca-, like Demogorgon and stuff is is scary, and Vecna's scary, Homeland is scarier.
3: He can because, just look into at someone oh. and just they they yeah." And
2: and yes. not so, I mean, he's got the powers, he's invincible and all that sort of stuff, but he's smart. There's multiple occasions where he just, he's done stuff sort of off screen or investigated this thing and thought it through. And he goes, you're not going to do whatever it is because I know ABC. And you sit there and go, oh my God, so he's smart and ridiculously powerful and crazy, it turns yeah, out. Yeah. It's, it's a wonderful combination to watch.
3: Mm, 100%. All right, should we wrap it up and give it a rating out of 19? Uh, so each show? Yep. All right,
2: so I'll start. We'll go 3, 2, 1. So Obi-Wan, it's 15 out of 19. Um, Stranger Things, 18. Boys, 19.
3: Yep, very close uh, to my uh, levels as well. I'm going to give uh, Obi-Wan probably a 14. uh, Stranger Things, probably 17. And the boys, yeah, a perfect score, 19 out of 19.
0: Obi-Wan, 14. The boys... Seventeen. I haven't seen the with last a, episode with an asterisk. I was going to say so it could it could go up. <laughs> it could also fall. Uh, Stranger Things. That's a nineteen. Wow. Oh, cool. Wonderful. Nice. Wild. Yeah. Well.
2: Yeah. Beautiful.
3: Fantastic. Yeah. We could. All right. Well. Yes. Thank you very
2: much uh, to everyone Wait. for joining us. Oh,
0: hold on. Oh, 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 oh. Breaks. Before we finish up, I have an update. Oh. Yes, gentlemen. Last time we recorded in my toy room, a certain super spy was deployed. <laughs> Gee, I chose the fridge. Yeah. It was hidden. I use the term hidden <laughs> very loosely in my <laughs> toy room. Um, it, it, during the recording of uh, said episodes, it took me, I don't know, 13, 14 seconds to find him. <laughs> <laughs> um, look, yes, I did find him. Um, so what we've done is now that the fridge is done the tour of all four of our rooms, mm. I've decided our our great super spy is due for retirement. Oh, uh, and so what I've done is I've uh, st- I strategically on the last visit to Trent's <laughs> toy room, I hid him with his new collection of vintage GI Joes, and and that's now going to be the Bridget's forever home. Oh, nice. okay,
2: yeah. wow, good to know. <laughs> <laughs> I was so, waiting I was waiting for go it's no longer the fridge, you now have to find snake eyes in your tour room. <laughs> <It's> <laughs> soon
3: to be uh driving the his tank or whatever uh, yeah. uh Trent gets next. Absolutely. Yeah. Ah,
2: uh, right, very good. Well uh, here's to you uh fridge. Enjoy your retirement um and uh never getting dusted. Um, <laughs> oh, 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 oh. Oh, come on, none of us dust, let's be honest. I routinely dust. Can I
0: find any dust in my room? No, your room's looking really good. It is actually looking Looking pretty amazing. Yeah, Yeah, it's the first time you guys have been in here since I've added the Toy Biz wall. Yeah, that Toy
3: Biz wall is amazing. So colourful, so eye catching. It's right as you walk in, you um, smack bang uh, opposite it when you come into the room. And it just, uh, yeah, it's such a cool line that uh, not really many of us have, mm. uh, you know. And I just love, the, it's so 90s, it's just... The carded yeah. stuff's amazing. Yeah, like. Yep, yep. straight above it. It's uh, very, very well laid out. Quite a few different uh, guises of uh, the... Um, galactus four. and things yep. got a fantastic four you've got awesome car- is that uh gargoyle what's his name oh, gar- that's dragon dragon man, man. yeah so man. in marvel legends the most uh not, not that's not marvel legends that's toy biz but the marvel legends version of uh demon demon um demon man is like the most expensive yeah, character highly exactly. sought after uh, yeah highly yeah. sought after um, I love all the things in here. Like, I love that that big... All the things. The big yeah. uh, Ben Grimm back <laughs> there is
0: my favourite. The huge, uh, enormous, I, overpowered I one. I picked him up last Friday oh, wow. after work. Yeah. Uh, that's the Marvel Select. Nice, yeah. yeah. Ben Grimm. Yeah, he's it's, huge. It's yeah, uh, really.
3: very eye-catching. I love, yeah, all the Doctor Dooms and even the Doombot and things. Oh, good one. Uh, yeah. You picked yeah. it. Nice. Yeah. yeah. I know some things. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Yeah, no, very cool. Stan Lee proudly uh you know situated there as well.
2: Yeah. So in amongst it. Nah, very good. Well, yes, thank you very much uh Scotty for hosting. Um thank you very much for telling us all about Scott. Um that, that was really fascinating. Big, yeah, yeah, it was great. He, he great he's team.
0: hoping that wasn't the crystal skull of the Indiana <laughs> Jones movies. <laughs> there is
2: there is only 3 Indiana Jones movies. I know, and that's my that's how I go to sleep at night. <laughs> crystal (laughs) wah very good Uh, thank you Uh, don't worry Uh, Trent will be back next week Um, thank you to all our Patreons for all your wonderful support keep chatting on the discord and we will see you around the toy aisles
0: and until
3: next time good journey
2: you can find the toy power team at all the usual online places facebook.com slash toy power podcast at Toy Power Podcast on both Twitter and Instagram, or have your say and email us, ToyPowerPodcast at gmail.com. Subscribe to the show on both iTunes and Stitcher, and please leave us a review. Otherwise, we just assume we're awesome.
0: So the retro Doctor Doom they released last year, mm-hmm. he came with an alternate nullifier. Yeah, nice. No. Yeah.